Hey, it's Naughty. And I'm The Teach. And welcome to Naughty and The Teach. And we are your favorite unproblematic black hotties for the week. Excuse my mistake. I know I... I, uh... Shoot! I shot my shot at Sierra about fucking up her prayer, and I just been fucking up ever since. She ain't been fucking up, but we're yeah, like, I have like been. She said, we're your <laughs> favorite unproblematic black hotties. But we um, wanted to continue the discussion about dating. We last week just really touched on the surface of it, so we really want to get into it. We talked about some of our experiences. We talked about um, Sierra's prayer and manifesting the love <laughs> of your life. We talked about. Um, you know, uh, preferences and what people preference, but we really didn't get too deep into dating. So today we're going to do dating part two, and we're going to go deeper in it. So we're not going to start off with a popping off this week. We are going to just go and start digging deep. So digging deep again would be our topic is dating. And we wanted to focus on a couple of things. The first thing we want to do is we want to talk about the thrill of the chase. And the thrill of the chase can be, I, I know, generally we think about it as um, men chasing women. Maybe they don't, the women don't want them, but it's like, oh, she's a tease or she's hard to get. But there's more to the chase than just men going after women. But you know. um, to add on to that, there's also the whole, for men, there's also the whole don't take no for an answer. Um, and then that becomes the focus point of what men's uh, chasing is about. It's about, oh, she told me no? Well, I'm not supposed to take no for an answer, so I'm just going to keep trying. I'm going to keep bothering. I'm going to keep harassing. I'm going to keep being there, and eventually she'll like me. Or according to blank ideation, which we will uh, tag in the in the description. Blake Ideation on TikTok. Um, they describe a situation where, uh, and the situation it's ten men approach a woman and they all tell the woman, or nine men approach a woman and they say you're beautiful. You they and they compliment and flatter that woman, and then the tenth man will won't give her attention and. The whole in the from the pros, from the perspective of the man telling the story, uh, the woman will go after the tenth man who doesn't give her any attention, and they'll say the and in the TikTok it'll say uh, the woman wants the jerk and they want the man who doesn't give them any attention, but my argument, Naughty's argument, is that that's just the chase. That's the thrill of chase from a woman's perspective. If nine men want you and one man doesn't you are chasing the man oh i hit my nose on the mic sorry you're chasing the man who doesn't want you so the, it's the thrill of the chase when it comes to that scenario well to add to that uh, i'm going to give a slightly different perspective so there's also the perspective of everybody wants to be wanted and we all want to be wanted by everybody and we spoke about this in the last yes. episode about um you're so beautiful to me Yes. So when you want to be wanted and then you have nine people chasing you down and that one person, you're like, damn, what do I have to do to get that one person also to, to agree and feel the same way these nine other people have? Because, you know, when you when you're desired, you feel good about yourself. And I don't care what anybody says, married, single, whatever. We all want to be desired. Just like Aisha Curry. We all want to be desired. Go back to episode one. But, um, <laughs> or episode two, episode two. 
No, it was episode one. Episode one is us introducing ourselves. With um, women in the media. We did more than that? Damn. Listen, we be talking shit too much. Yeah. Some of y'all be like, yo, what you said about that thing, Bia, we be like, yeah, what uh-huh. you said was great. Be- we have no idea what you're talking because about sometimes. Because not only do we talk shit on the we podcast, talk we talk shit together, yeah. IRL, off the yeah. podcast. So, so we don't even know. Y'all can, it could have been happening in real time, and we're just like, yeah, like, huh? that thing we yeah. said. I just, I just hope it's... I'm glad you liked it. Thank you so much. For this week, I'm just hoping it wasn't problematic, because <laughs> we can't be your, un, your favorite unproblematic uh, black hotties if we are talking that problematic shit. So this week, Definitely you know, not. we'll try our best to stay unproblematic, but I don't, can't guarantee you every other week <laughs> after this. We can't even guarantee you this week. Yeah. So um, with that thrill of the chase... The thrill of the chase goes many, many ways. And to talk about it from a man perspective, the thrill of the chase could be that, you know, we and and the major thing that people think is men chase women and they mostly chase women for sex. And in that aspect of chasing women for sex, they are going to do and be and show this side of them that makes them more desirable for a woman to have sex with them. While that may apply for some. I think going back to what I said earlier, there's a deeper level of wanting to be desired. If you like somebody, you want them to like you. Regardless, you know, you want them to feel the same way you do. Now, for the most part, they may not feel the same way you do. So then the chase becomes, does the chase, I'm sorry, let me ask this question. Does the chase become you constantly trying to convince somebody who doesn't like you or doesn't want to have sex with you to feel the same way you do? Is that productive? I also, um, just like, I don't know, it's just just to be me. There's the, like, you know, you're in elementary school, middle school, and it's like, does he, do you like me or do you like like me? And even in that concept, there's a bit of a chase because it's like, if you don't like like me, or like me in a romantic way, it's like, I'm going to do what I can to make it so that you do. I'm going to send you the candy gram with 15 stickers instead of 10. I'm going to do this on the third. Um, so it's a, it's almost a competition against yourself from when you're um, at, at a young age, at least from a perspective of someone who identifies as a, a woman born that way, uh, you know. I'm just going to say the way you describe kid relationship is very, very different. different. No. What they're doing now is they're punching each other like, oh, I don't know how to express my feelings. So no, but that's how it, that's how it was in things. when I was in elementary school very the, or, and I was in middle <laughs> school. Um, which was not They did this that in middle school? Ago. Like, do you like no. me, like me, okay, like Okay, so when I was in middle school, um, definitely got into not f- aggressive fist fights, but in play fights with the boys that I liked. I It was definitely like, oh, you got that boy. Um, when it came to, because you know, this bitch right here was all about the candy grams and about, and you know, I watched brown sugar and shit like that. A lot so it was the all about the do you want to date me yes no maybe and when I was r- real fucking brave it was just yes and no because when you get that because that maybe is a gray area that shit don't answer no fucking it doesn't question. answer like, I mean, no, it depends no, no. on the date then, especially in middle school then you got the niggas who answer or and you gotta and then you gotta beat dumb niggas up because you're like did you dead ass answer or to my yes or no question 
Okay. Wait, but they would circle or between the yes and yes, no. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yes, they fucking right, that would. Is, that's a that's Patty. A, that's a mad troll move. Um, uh, kids, kids are. Shout out to Mr. Wabanaki because if you're listening to this, you know who the fuck you are because we had a dead ass conversation about this as an adult. Mm. I know you're engaged now, but I still got a problem with you. But it's okay. Oh, oh shit. Damn. Well, as a, no, but as a friend, as away. a homie. I mean, don't get stabbed. No, no, no. He, he knows who he is. He knows who he is. Um, um, but, but no, no. But um, even as a middle schooler, like, because I've been in middle school more recently than you. Um, I'm in middle school every day. Are you, though? Yeah, I mean, it's, yeah. I mean, I'm, so, I'm as am I, as day. am I in the same way. True, true. But, um, nah, so that was something that it was like, it, you, you're more conscious about it in middle school and like sending candy grams and things like that. And as I know, because there was a boy who was really, really mad because I had two boys who I wanted to go to um, because my middle school prom was an actual prom. So we got we had dressed. We got dressed up. There was a station to, to take your pictures. It was a whole theme. Da, 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 da. So if he was like, you sent that other boy. You sent him three pages of stickers and you only sent me two. And I was like, nigga, because I know you finna say no. Even though I like you, I know you've got other prospects. So I'm going to put my bag into this other dude who has no prospects. And guess what? The dude, the other dude became my baby daddy. So obviously I chose somewhat right. Uh, uh, yeah, that's, <laughs> he, that's the, a story. He just like, he just like mm, yeah, you chose I mean, right. Because yes, I, he was your baby daddy, but... He plays you in the long run. Uh, so, I mean, what you count as a win is I arbitrary. Mean, everybody plays the game differently. I do want to. But, can th- it, but the other dude is now in the crib. So, can, can you imagine if my baby dad was a crib? Different, different than my baby daddy being a broke ass nigga. I do understand why we're having this conversation about dating and why the dating pool for women <laughs> is so bad. Like I can literally understand it's that. Bad from, saying, can, it's bad from it's bad from a from teenage years. I, I can date either a crip <laughs> or somebody who may not be, you know, who will, truthful who will dump you when you're for. pregnant. What uh, what do you pick? Damn a gangbanger? I, I have to say, or, I, I really am sorry out here for y'all. Um, there are some great pick? men out here. I mean, shit, I'm out here. Shit, I'm, I'm okay, gonna pick myself up. He's obviously, a, he's in a different type of nigga. He's not a crip or or gonna leave you when you're pregnant. Yes. Because um, I'm not trying to get you pregnant. Exactly. <laughs> That's most. He's, he's not even trying to get there. He's like pregnant. I'm not even trying to date you. Absolutely I'm not trying not. to do nothing. Okay. But before I forget, I wanted to talk about, you know, when kids are younger, they do express themselves by hitting uh, each other because they don't know how to actually use the words. But the only thing I want to say about that is the one thing I have a problem with is people, mostly, you know, adults, older people who equate. The fact that uh, a boy mm. is hitting a girl. and He hits you because he likes you. Yes. He's mean to you because he likes and you. And then what that kind of internalizes in, in, it could internalize. I'm not saying that it does in every way, is that love must equal pain. It must be mean words, harsh words, uh, hitting. Because then that's when they equate, okay, he they, he likes me, so he beats me. He likes me, so or, he slaps me around. He likes me, so he calls me terrible, terrible Can we even talk names. about Helga? from hey arnold's because she was a motherfucking stalker and used to collect arnold's gum to and she built she collected so much gum that she made a statue of that boy and then she stole a picture of him she stole a school portrait of him to have in her locket and 
people will say, oh, she just loved him so much. She just had such a big crush. crush. But, like, that's very fucking creepy and no child should should be should have such emotion like that that they are collecting gum or collecting anything from another child to show how much they love them so even when we're talking about the thrill of the chase when you have a crush and i'm gonna pose this to to the audience as well leave a comment we've been still stressing leaving comments uh, the teach has fucking posted two things so you know yeah i doubled my my (laughs) output i'm proud of myself but um when uh shit i almost i almost forgot what i'm gonna say hold on hold on uh oh yeah what so to the audience when you have a crush Right? Have you ever like <laughs> built a gum statue of somebody? Like, Have you ever stopped them? Like, much? what was the like craziest thing you've done when you had a crush and you either wanted their acknowledgement or you know in secret? Not that you did. And in, like, if public. you went on their Instagram page or their Facebook page and then went to their friend's page to see what their friend was posting about them, you have made a gum statue. The new gum statue is going to a person's page and then searching through their friends' pages to kind of like make who they are or like build up who they are. You are a gum statue builder. Yeah, I'm, so I'm not going to lie to you. That's exactly what you are. So one of the um, uh, comments that we're going to uh, ask is, what did you do for a crush in secret? Not that you did it on their own, but like, you know, everybody has a crush <laughs> and they like... You know, they do something. Maybe like Helga, you stole their gum every day and you made, mm-hmm. um, you know, you, you made a gum statue. Maybe you have a stole their picture and made a locket. What is the craziest thing you have done in secret? Don't, don't, I just want you to think about it because we're, Wait, and if I you want to share it, share about this first. The craziest thing I've done for a crush? Yeah. I already know I'm crazier, but um, you, you share. I'm trying, all right. So the crazy, I'm trying to think of who I might have had a crush on. <laughs> I no, can no, name these on, niggas by on, name. Hold on. Oh, wow. Because I, that's how few crushes I've had. So, so I can name I them. I am not going to front. I have done the social media snooping of, you know, I like this person. Let me find out what they're. No, no, no. What I say by the social media snooping is like, who they, who they, who they at? Who, who they with? Who they hang out with? Where they be at? Is there a way for me to try to figure out how I can... I guess I'm going to keep it real. Weasel my way in their life so that way they can be like, oh, my God, there he is. He's <laughs> he's so great. But I was younger. Um. OK, so I grew. OK, so that Growth. sounds like 20s. I hope 20s. OK, if, if no, it was definitely not in my 30s. So your 20s. So I was maybe I was born a creep because it started in my I'm a creep. Yeah, yeah, just creeping out the window. Low. Okay, so oh, whoa, I'm gonna tell you. <laughs> I'm gonna tell you right now. The first album I ever had that I ever bought was um fan mail from TLC. Oh, TLC. Yeah. So I was just born to be like left eye and to be a creep. I don't know what to tell y'all, but um, <clears throat> left eye's a bad B. She was. Yes, yeah, she was. Straight up, um, burn your house down. Don't don't mess with left. Fuck eye. with me, I'll burn your sneakers. And your clothes. Mm. Okay. But, um, damn, I'm embarrassed to say this. I don't even want to say this. Damn. Because like, I'm oh, single. Because <laughs> <laughs> I burn people's sneakers um, and clothes. So, uh, damn. I don't even want to say this. Just just give us the lightest. <laughs> the lightest one? Is, is damn, this the lightest, the lightest one? one is fucking creepy. Mm. 
Well, you got to share. Let's <laughs> Fuck me. Um, so, okay. Don't use names, obviously. So, when I was, I'm going to use the earliest one and just, it's the creepiest, and I just started off that way. Very much Jack Nicholson. Um, so, you know, the uh, breast cancer, just general cancer bands, they, they were very popular in the early 2000s. So, you know, people used to, like, chew on their breast cancer, regular cancer. I'm I, sorry to say regular cancer, but like lung cancer bands. They used to chew on them. So the boy I liked was chewing on his yellow uh, cancer band. It was for whatever cancer Lance Armstrong had. That's what it was for. Testicular cancer. So it was a yellow testicular cancer band. He was chewing on it and he bit it so hard that it broke. So the teacher said, you got to throw it in the garbage. I snuck it out the garbage and I held onto it in a Ziploc <laughs> sandwich bag for fucking years. <laughs> and then, and then fucking petty, petty ass me. He was in love with the, he, this boy, uh, we're going to call him Street Bay. Street Bay was obsessed with white women I call him Street Bay because he was named after a street. Um, he was obsessed with white women after going out on, you know, lunch dates with me. Uh, so he was obsessed with this white woman named Hannah. Fuck it. I don't give a fuck. And um, he, 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 she posted the the poem from star girl and i was like nigga that's some star girl she ain't fucking write that why are you giving her all these big ups like you're a great poet star girl is a great book it is a great book but she put the poem from star girl like the from the blurb on her myspace and he was like that's a, a fantastic poem you're so artistic and i was like nigga that's from star girl she ain't write that and i got super tight not gonna lie i got super tight yeah um and then I threw the wristband out. That was when I threw it out. I had it for like three years. And then when I saw that, I was like, you going to big up a girl who don't even write her own poetry? Trash. Yeah. Um, that is, that is some story. <laughs> you, you're saving off. I was, I was, I'm, I'm, I was nine. Just a side, nine years old, saving up people's chewed up wristbands. Yes. All right. Well, you know. I mean, now I don't do that. Now I just fingers crossed you suck their soul out of them. I don't know. I mean, listen. That doesn't sound any better. I'm I mean, sorry. I'm trying to save myself. I you y'all you just y'all know from the story episode. I only just got a therapist. So <laughs> you, you were Tuesday. Nine, like. Tuesday. I'll be a new person. It. I'm sorry. You uh, you, you don't uh, have to save yourself. You were nine. That was the saving is how much you've grown and changed since then. But I, I, I would never do that now because I think spit is disgusting. Now I, I think sweat is disgusting. So I do want to say something really quickly about the Lance. Armstrong bands, those were very, very popular, and then they became very unpopular. Because he done fucking lied, yeah. well, and he, he done bankrupted the whole fucking uh, post yeah. office. Yeah. Uh, you can fuck with anybody but the post office, because yeah. the post office ain't in shit to nobody. Well, post office has seen its fair shares of people trying to fuck with it in the past couple of years. Yeah, for real, for real. But um, going back to the thrill of the chase. Teachers like, all man, of that this, was a fucked up story. All of, this, <laughs> all of this goes back to 
for us, when you have a crush, you kind of are part of the chase. You you might be the only person in the Think chase. Think about Edward and Bella, because Edward was the only nigga in the chase. I mean, uh, until Bella started liking him. But Bella is such a blank. Bella is a blank wall that people liked. Uh, she had plot armor. She was the main character. But um, it's like Oregon Trail. It's everybody has dysentery but you. Yes, and you're just like, oh shit! I'm yeah, glad I'm, I made it. I'm gonna make it as close as I came to Oregon. And then you die. But you know that's <laughs> Oregon Trail. Um, what I was uh, when you bring it back to the thrill of the chase. When you have a crush. And you are part of the chase, but you might be the only person participating in that chase. Mm. And it's exciting because you like this person and you want them to feel the same way you do. But then typically, you know, nine times out of ten, it doesn't really always go in your favor. When you bring it back to now how as we grow up, the thrill of the chase changes. Men typically, and I'm not saying every man, I mean, obviously, that goes without saying. When we're making a general statement, we don't mean every possible person. We just mean majority of them. Also, when we are talking, both uh, Naughty, I, and the Teach, we're both uh, heterosexual people. So we talk from a perspective of... Cisgendered heterosexual. Yes, we're both cisgendered heterosexual people. So we speak from that perspective. So how it is in other communities, other relationships is out of our bounds of knowledge. We're talking from our perspective of what and our understanding. Some of it is vast, some of it is great, some of it is limited. But part of talking shit is talking shit. About what you know. Yes, about what we know and what we can speak about. If there's some shit that's far without it, we will try to do some research. You know, not our, I did my own research. Not that type of research, but actual research. Not just a Google search. Because <laughs> I we swear, people Bing claim here. that they do their own research. They're probably just going, oh, they use Bing. <laughs> or Yahoo. They're like, because, oh, you know, Bing um, is I know for me, I use Bing. And no, I'm just, yeah. I'm, if I ever I'm need, being uh, annoying. vaccine no. information, I'm definitely going when to When it comes to the research <laughs> that uh, we do for this podcast, not only do we look at various social media, we look up actual numbers. things about, num- we look up numbers and we look up scientific things or we look up if when it came to like Will Smith and Jada we looked up what they said you know we looked up what Travis Scott said you know that's the kind of research that uh, we do if when you it comes know to teach off. I think I said this once but I'm still gonna say allegedly you know, gonna say allegedly I'm gonna, I'm say, gonna allegedly say all the time allegedly but also teach said that he's an actual yes, teacher an so he knows so at to a- how day, to actual do these kind of research things. And I, I too, know how to research because we've all had that. If you've gone to college, we've all had that library class. Yeah, at the end of the day, we're always going to default to what we know as teachers. So there's a code of conduct that we are expected to do. But No Wikipedia it, here. Bringing it back to uh, uh, the thrill of the chase. <laughs> okay. As we get older, we tend to want um, and... Um, you know, like I was saying, men tend to aim for sex. Their goal is to have sex with them. Um, we see this replicated in media. We've seen this replicated in a lot of ways. A lot of women, a lot of women, will have stories about how, you know, they were dating somebody. They thought everything was going well. They had sex, and then shit just switched up. Switch, shit switched up almost immediately. And that led mm-hmm. them to uh, come draw the conclusion that this person possibly was only about and for sex. Or if they didn't have sex yet they had told um the man that 
you know, they had wanted to have a serious relationship and it's like, wait, whoa, 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 whoa. I didn't want that. I told you I didn't want that. And then it becomes a different issue. And it, it might be weeks, months or years where the woman has said to the man, excuse me, that I wanted this kind of relationship or that they wanted that kind of relationship. Yeah. And also, so when the women chasing, you know, jerks or you know, guys that don't want them as much, that's another part of the chase, you know? We're all, I think there's a thrill in it. And the thrill is just like, okay, can I get this thing that I don't think I can get? And I think that mo for the most part, the chase, uh, at least for men, is mostly around sex. But for women, it's like, okay, can I get this thing that I may not it's like going get. out of your league. It's like, can I get a man who, uh, that's like, what I say. especially if like you're you Aiming are out of your league. a woman who is overweight, or you might feel insecure about how you look, being your weight, or like your face, your face. It'll be like, oh, I can bag this kind of guy, so you give more worth to yourself. Yeah. Or even sorry, even if you have like low like such low self esteem, it might be the fact that you can bag a man in general, that someone loves you. Just that just that simple fact makes you more worthy than someone who is single or unloved. Yeah. So here's the question then, Naughty, that I'm gonna pose. How long should the chase go on for? At least from a woman's perspective, how long do you think you should or a man should chase you? Part of me or a partner. Okay, part of me wants to say that um, there should always be some type of chase because somebody can leave you at any time. But another part of me says that the chase goes until you're dating and then once you get that person you are continuously dating that person but, but i don't know if continuously dating is equal to the chase always being there for other people but is the chase like when you're talking to somebody and you're you know you're in that very initial stages of getting to know somebody are you considering that to be part of the chase as well if you're talking about just getting to i think that no, like you should always be getting to know another person because if one from talk from talking or courting to dating to be in a relationship, people evolve and people change. So you should always be getting to know your partner and how they're changing. And you should always be dating your partner. You should always be going on dates and making time for just you and your partner. And if you consider that the chase and you consider that dating, then yes, it should always be, it should be continuous even when you meet somebody. But if you're differentiating like the chase being like finding a partner, then once you found a partner, it's kind of done, I guess. Yeah. I, I think it's about how you look at it because some people don't believe in dating when they're in a relationship. So, uh, that's you know, that's that's a that's a, a perspective that some have. I'm sure it's not a very popular <laughs> perspective, but some does have that perspective. I think for me though, when I'm thinking about the chase, is like, and I, maybe this is a one-sided way of looking at it, is like when a girl tells a guy no. And he keeps trying, and he keeps trying, and he keeps trying, and oh, he keeps feeling so I don't see the chase that until that, she's like on that. another date with somebody, and then he climbs to the top of a Ferris wheel and 
says that he's going to jump off oh, and kill himself. Uh, to be fair, in the notebook. It's a plot he, from the notebook, yes. Yes. <laughs> to be fair, in the notebook, Noah met Allie when she was on the date. He didn't know her before the date. He met her that same day. So um, should Noah have climbed up on the Ferris wheel and said, I will, will, I will, I will, I will kill myself Still bringing it back if to um if i i will kill myself if you don't say yes problematic story. no that's problematic and that's very manipulative noah if it would be more powerful if noah was on the ground and said hey i think you're beautiful i do want to also point out and i want to date you and, and ali said yes that would have been more foul that. that was the many first time times. no that was the that first was the time, first time? That's, that was that's the worse. first time they met so they met that's just as bad that's what i'm saying <laughs> I, I just said hold on, hold on. i said that was worse that is just as bad as in love jones when his dude just met this girl and then went on stage and wrote a, and wrote a poem about how much he wants to have sex with her um in love jones mm-hmm. lorenz tate had that sexual last poem. Mm-hmm. That the was the woman that he just met, literally at the not bar. for Nia Long, not for Nia it Long. Was for Nia Long. No, it he was already for Nia Long. he already had it. Yes, and, and then, then he, he met her. It. He added Nia Long's uh, perspective, and then yeah. how if you just meet a guy in a bar, it's and either going to turn you on or it's about definitely creepy. It's there's no in between. Either I, you like that it kind does of stuff, turn y'all on, and it does. I guess I don't understand. Women. No, I, I don't know. I, maybe no, but that's a thing. That's a thing. So with Lorenz Tate, he already had the poem and he met Leah Long. Some women might find it attractive for a man to profess their love automatically like that. For me, I would think that was creepy. I do want to say from the same pers- thing with the notebook. Some people think that that's romantic, and I think that's creepy <laughs> and manipulative. I just want to say there's always the defense of naughty about defending problematic behavior on men, which would people would think would be different. The teach would be defending problematic or trying to come up with a reason or an excuse. But I mean, you know, no, but but there are. I'm saying for me, I would not like it, but there. It's to say, like, there's some people who they like that kind of upfrontness. Like, I'm not a person who does, like, I have, I haven't met somebody and linked up with them in the same night. That hasn't been me. But there are people who they meet somebody, they connect, they they have a good vibe, and then they sleep with them. Man, you talk about one night stands. That's so different. No, no, one, no, but uh, but how different is a one night stand from a man saying professing. How sexy you are on stage, but in how, a poem. But how different is that? How different Very is that? Very different because the one night stand is private. The going on stage and professing your love for a woman that you met 10, 15 minutes before you got on stage to everyone, you don't know who she's there with. You don't know. That's <laughs> Her mom true. could be in the audience. Like You come don't on. know on a one night stand, you meet them that day, you don't know who the, she's there with. That's true, but it's still a private event between you and her. Or you and him. He didn't or him say and him or he her didn't her say her name. So there's yes, still a. Yes, he did. He did. He did. Okay. I wanted to be between her thighs in some way. Fact he, check that, y'all. Did he say Fact Nia Long's that. character's name? Yes, I can't remember her name off the bat. Okay. Somebody. So like, then that's it's blah blah blah. You mother. So that's so okay. So that's one thing because he said her name in particular. But if a person read a poem that was maybe about you without saying your name. There's still an anonymity to that. Let me ask all of you, 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 to the to the fans out there, if let's say you're on the New York City subway 
and a, and a man comes up to you and he's talking to you and you're actually with somebody else and he's like, yo, I want to go out on a date with you and you tell him no and then he's like, I'll jump in front of this fucking train. That's creepy, but that's the oh, notebook. That's the notebook. But that's what I'm saying. I'm, I'm arguing about problematic behavior regardless. And I'm, I'm saying it's problematic, but there are women. You're out with your family <laughs> and then this man's talking to you at the bar and then all of a sudden you're celebrating your aunt's birthday, your mom's birthday, your grandfather's birthday, don't matter. He has no idea who you are he has no idea who you're with he just comes up to you but just because we find it problematic doesn't mean people don't like it that's not what i'm arguing i'm not arguing what people like or what people don't i'm arguing if it's problematic or not and i'm agreeing with you and i'm agreeing with you (laughs) but (laughs) you have a you're agreeing but there has to be a i don't just i just don't want to be exclusive to other people oh no i'm not i'm not trying to uh exclude other people my argument is putting it in a perspective that makes it a little bit more real with the scenario of you're out with your family and then this yes. guy comes up to you and then he gets on stage and he uses your and, name multiple times and how he wants to do sexual explicit things with your mom and your grandma and I, I think audience. that's creepy. When, Os- when Offset came to Cardi B's show and had all those flowers and said how he was sorry and he wanted to be forgiven, to me, that you was... Like Offset? That was inappropriate. His music is trash. To me, that was, that was, no, no, his music is trash. Him as a person, I have no idea. Okay. Um, Clout, love clout, but but that also has Cardi B. So, I don't know. I I also like the the song he has with Tyga. But, but. Do you like Love Jones? I, the, the movie is. The, The movie, yeah. Is cute. Okay. So. I also think that that's a, a, that's a movie that where. If they had just an ounce of communication, yes, the whole ev- movie ev- would have been completely well, different. Obviously, for and they would have actually ended up being happy if they had communication skills. Well, dramatic purposes for the movie, but um, when we tend to like something a little more than something else, we're more critical or less critical about it. Because let me tell you, I don't give a fuck what anybody says. Fuck that relationship of Dwayne and Whitley. Because if a man came to me like on my what wedding point? day and said, I love you, I want to be with you, get the fuck out of my face. Now I'm going to say I do and have my brand new husband beat the fuck out of you. Because why the fuck are you even coming here? Damn, yeah, you're putting your brand new husband in a whole predicament. Like it's his, um, no, no, it's no, no, no. Day two. I like, mean, um, no, no, in, in, in what you call it, in like, a different world. So he beat up Dwayne yeah, regardless. It, but what I'm saying is it's his day too. It's disrespectful for him for Dwayne to come up there, but it's also like his day to celebrate. He shouldn't have to anybody, him or her or any married couple shouldn't have to deal with that kind disruptions of bullshit on that yes. level. You you waited too long if you waited till the wedding time. The the wedding and people that like talk about Sanaa Latham in the fucking um loving basketball. But let me tell you Quincy was out here ready to play for her heart. It wasn't like he wasn't like, nah, I love my girl. I'm not playing for anybody's heart. I'm going to marry her. He said, yes, I'm going to play for your heart. And then dunked on Sanaa Latham to only say double or nothing because he fucking wanted that bitch. Stop it. Stop it. Trash. He didn't want to lose that basketball game. But hold on. He did lose. He uh, did lose. He he didn't want to lose that basketball game. That's why he was man. He took he took the motherfucking brace off his knee and everything only to say double or nothing. Yeah. Um, It it was again for dramatic purposes and make a 
movie much better. But to bring it back. To say Corsad. just did do a little bit of a dive into black cinema. <laughs> just to bring it back. Problematic behavior is really what I've been looking at or thinking about with the chase. It's mostly, at least from a man's perspective, it's mostly of women telling a man no or expressing that they don't really want um, this type of, or don't want them, but they, because, you know, we're taught at a young age to never take no for an answer, we think being persistent, and I've actually heard men, and you probably in your life, if you're listening to this, yes, heard men say, persistence say, is key. I, uh, I, I, oh, I ended up with her because I wore her down. And that's not she, a thing you want to hear wore or her say. Down. I was so persistent that now she is my wife for X number of years. Or the, you'll hear... That's mostly the older yes. generation, especially the older generation. I was around all the time. That's why we ended up being married. And you're like, ooh, that's... Yeah. Ooh, there, there needs to be like a little bit a more of a bar look. It's than like that. Be, just because you kept asking, just because you were there, why would you want to be that person's partner? Yeah, there needs to be a little bit more of a bar than that. But... Just a little bit, not a lot. chase is something that can. But definitely share your thoughts on the chase uh, with us in the comment section. Same thing about the chase from a woman's perspective or how men view the woman's perspective from Blake Ideation where it was the woman who only responded to the man who didn't want her and not the nine men who did want her. So let's focus on a different aspect. Let's focus on... Should we talk about familial relationships or should we talk about how your past might affect your future? I think they are tied together. So when we talk about familial relationships, what uh, the teacher and I wanted to really go into was um, emotional incest or covert incest. And what that is, is which it's generally called emotional incest, but what it is is that when a parent relies on their child as they would rely on a romantic partner. So generally, women talk about yep. this in uh, relation to mothers with their sons. Yep. So their sons will pay their pay the bills of the house, and they will like, and they will quite literally take care of their well, mother. Before with we go women, into the adult side, sorry, I just can I just say, finish my thing? Um, so, and then with women, it might be. Um, them cooking dinner and taking care of younger siblings. That would be like a father relying or a mother relying on them as emotional incest because they are taking care of the family and acting as the mother. Or it would be, um, generally, it's a man acting as the provider for a family. To, to add, even before we talk about the older adults, even as a child, we see that type of relationship happening, especially around Valentine's Day when you see the social media posts of, oh, I don't need no man. This is my man right here, and it be a picture of their son, and he does all of this and all of that. And or, or even aside from holidays, you will yeah, see, you see that. no, you will see, um, I see a lot of mothers having their sons like carry all of the groceries, and it'll be like six bags. And why do you think your young child can carry six bags of heavy ass groceries? Like you're putting you're putting uh, the man of the house kind of weight on him when that's not that's not his role. He's not the man of the house. He's a child. But even to think about you know possible responsibilities that they can have when they start to say and they start to be like, oh, this is the all the man I need. It's like you're putting a romantic con 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 concept on your your son um i don't really see that with daughters i you know 
I've seen a lot of stupid I, shit. I think with daughters, it seems almost, people will say it's more natural, but the daughters having to cook dinner, daughters yeah, having to rear other younger siblings, them, them. that is emotional incest Play. because you are putting the mother role on those older daughters. Or even on your daughters in general, if it's like cooking dinner for the father and the family. Oh, yeah. That that definitely is a, a big, big uh, responsibility. Um, it doesn't really allow them to grow, though. But, it, but, you know, that doesn't mean that it's a bad thing. It also just means that you're just putting this motherly role, instilling it in the oldest child. Um, or any, any yeah, any child. Other I know that there are some I know of some people who they're not even the oldest, but because they're the, the, the oldest girl and they have older siblings, they're the ones that has to take on a lot of the like, responsibility. I know for me, I'm not the oldest child, I'm not the oldest daughter, but I was the child who or I was the daughter who was there. So if my father ever had a sniffle or a cough, it was like, you need to make dinner. You need to make sure that your dad is, is okay. You need to give him medicine. You need to give him tea. And it's like, he's a he's 40 years older than me. He can make his own tea. He can, make, get, he can get his own medicine. But you put that kind of weight, you know, that maternal weight, that uh, wifely duty on your child just because they're there. And that can be where the emotional incest comes in. Not at the same extreme of... Um, like taking care of bills and things, but still. Yeah, so that's another thing that um, is part of the familiar. But also when you bring it up to the adulthood now, when you have, uh, I remember a couple of weeks ago, uh, Marlon Wayans was talking, uh, Marlon Wayans is a comedian, part of the He's the, the youngest Wayans of a clan. bunch of siblings. Very, very funny, very talented uh, individual. He uh, made a statement about how he would never get married because, I don't know if he said it'd feel like a betrayal, but he just wouldn't get married because of his mom. Yeah. He didn't feel like another woman can hold the title or the weight in his heart yes, that he his said mom he, occupied. He didn't want his wife and his mother to compete. compete. Oh, yeah. But so, why would they ever have to compete? They're two different people in your lives. They shouldn't even compare. Yeah, uh, I don't think I fully understand it. I don't understand how, you know, you can do do things. People have many people in their lives, and they all play different roles. Um, you can have a wife who can still be your wife, and you can have a mom or a mother figure or, you know, anybody. You can even hold on to the memory of your mom in one regard and hold on to your wife in a different regard. Um, um, I know neither one of us have been married, but I, I had a boyfriend who lived with me and, um, I would never put him like there are situations like I would never put him before my father, but at the same time, I wouldn't put my father before him. If my boyfriend was sick, I would go and I would help him and I would work on that. And if it was something with my father, I would say, do you have an issue that has to be handled right now? No, okay, so I'm going to go help my dad. And uh, it was more like, same thing with my dad. Like, can I handle this issue now or can it be later? Go to my boyfriend and go back and forth, you know? And I think it's more of a something where it's like balance because some people's needs will be more immediate than the others. But at the same time, like you should, like your partner, no matter if you're gay, straight, no matter what your sexuality is, your partner and your parent should never be something that you have to uh, like choose between or like they should never be at, it shouldn't, shouldn't be a competition between them. 
Yeah, and once it's a competition, then it's, it's yeah. This and this affects dating. This affects not only the person that you might be with at the time, but also the people that you might have in the future. If you're putting a, a basically a limit. I can only have this type of relationship with this type of person because somebody else that's already established in my life that shows loves that probably and hopefully fingers crossed and we know this isn't always the case wants the best for you um, and doesn't want anybody to fit that role. The, the title of Mama's Boy really runs really, really deep. And a lot of times when I hear about a Mama's Boy, it's never, never really in a good connotation same thing when you have a truly truly daddy's girl where it's like the daughter is taking care of the father so then she can't it's like the same thing it'll be mama's boy they're taking care of the mom and they can't take care of you same thing with daddy's girl taking care of the father can't take care of you and i i understand that as we get older our uh if you have a if you have a relationship with your parents your parents will need to be taken care of because they are getting older but even then, I believe that there is a a limit to what you may do. Yeah, there I know has to be a limit. I know my when my grandmother had to be taken care of, I have one grandmother who was placed in a facility because of the care she needed and I had another grandmother who there was multiple children to take care of her so she moved around to each child so that each child wasn't like particularly burdened and there's something and if you're an only child then it you know that's a different thing to to navigate but if you are if you have multiple siblings then you know you can share the load so it's very different for different people yeah and uh you know, I'm, I'm glad that that grandmother story went away because I wish I had that. No, because honestly, also, that's why you got to treat your kids good, because if you don't, they will put your ass in shady pines. We also just want to say that I think we mentioned this in a future. And episode. also, it's not your kids responsibility to fucking take dollars. for your kids to take care of you. OK, it's not their responsibility. You chose to have them. They did not choose to take care of you. So make sure you got your own plan set the fuck up. Yeah, OK, so they'll take a life insurance policy and then have you die die, to collect it okay (laughs) and now guess what they're a fucking millionaire they ain't need you to live they ain't need you so thinking about uh the familiar relationships and emotional incest or uh emotional or covert incest emotional covert incest not actual incest y'all if y'all heard what we just said then you know what we mean Um, (laughs) so how does your past affect your future especially when it comes to dating that's part of it but then it's also about the, the choices that we make while we're dating. The, and, and, and I'm going to speak on a perspective before we get into <laughs> something. One thing I, I wish do want to say is uh, when we talk about, um, you know, uh, choices that we made in, in our past that can affect our future, it could be about how relationships go. They can come to an end, how they come to an end. How much of the responsibility of that relationship coming to an end are you actually taking in? Are you taking responsibility for and you're acknowledging because when you acknowledge it, you're going to put in the work and the effort. How much of what is being told to you about you as a partner? Are you actually processing? How much of it are you actually listening to? So that way, when you get into that next meaningful relationship, that you're actually making the changes so you could be a better partner. How much of 
you saying, okay, I was this type of person in this relationship. A lot of people don't do that. And then they acquire that baggage and that baggage that tend to re replicate itself in every other relationship that they go. One of the major things I want to say, sorry. Last he's thing going I off. He's before. going off. Let him know. Therapist Poppy right here. When we talk, when we talk to a lot of men and they always go, damn, all them women are crazy. Every goddamn relationship you had, they were crazy. So all of them had the same complaint. Also, but it's, the it's common a red, denominator it's a is red, you. Yes, it's a red flag when any guy says, when any "All person. my relationships were they were crazy. It was it was them. They were just wild." And <laughs> you know, depending on how good they look, women tend to overlook that. They're like, "Oh yeah, maybe they all were crazy. <laughs> maybe all but of them damn, were insane." But listen, if more than likely if he has a big dick he's and he says every other woman he talked to was crazy it's probably him listen a big dick can just get can you to get you a lot of places you can live on a woman's couch it can years. get you so many places and it's like maybe maybe it's him <laughs> you could cheat on him on her <laughs> have but a whole is. new car drive pick up women in their car and they just be like oh Listen to Bills. That? Listen to Bills. Listen to me, myself, and I, Beyonce, done told you I mean, that they out here being she was like, trifling. The word, this is, I'm, I'm tired of it. Bills, 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 all of that uh, was the accumulation for ir Even, okay, when it comes to situationships, Trey Songs done told you how he hit it once, hit it twice, now he's back at it again because of how good it was. So, listen, they, the, they telling you, they out here telling you the truth. And you're just not listening to it. So I, I'm just saying. You, when you don't acknowledge your own stuff in the past and you tend to make those same mistakes or be the same type of person and not really take it to the advice of any of the things, any of the complaints that your partner has made, you are literally carrying your past into your future. You're and literally carrying the same behaviors, the same mindset, the same things that have possibly torpedo that relationship into your new one. And also you have to think about like the, like you have to have actual critique in your relationship. If you were dating someone and their critique was like, you know, you were, you, I just wanted to marry you so much or you were so wifey type. I couldn't keep dating you. Understandably, that's not critique you can actually work with, but maybe you can even, but when you get that kind of critique, you can think about like, what did I do in my relationship that was uncomfortable? Because I know I've gotten multiple complaints about being too, I guess, too strong in the relationship where it was like, if I date you, I have to marry you. And that was apparently too scary. Um, so I had to even think about, like, look in myself and say, like, what am, am I, like, holding people back? Am I infantilizing the people I'm dating? And, like, actually look at that to, like, grow. And what it really was was that I was infantilizing the men I was with and I was just providing things that they had to actually go for that were stopping them from growing. So, you know, Hopefully you get constructive criticism, and if you don't, you just got to be like self-reflective, as we said in the last episode. Yeah. So that's one of the major things that people carry is what we would call baggage. Um, another thing, and sadly that this is something that they consider baggage, is children. Yeah. And I don't think that children are the baggage. I think that the relationship attached to the child is the baggage. 
and people don't really see it that way. Also, a lot of people think that like baby fathers, baby mothers just automatically go back to each other or they are consistently fucking each other. And I know there are some of y'all like me who are like, we ain't never going back. The shit ended and it ended and that was it. But to, to speak on a you different, I, I don't have children, obviously. Um, to speak on it, it's also the bitter baby mom, baby baby daddy That's uh, scenario, scenario yes. to where you know. And I've been in a situation before to where I dated a single parent. And <laughs> all of a sudden, the baby daddy wasn't around, but all of a sudden he wanted to be around a lot more. Just not even to really, just to cause conflict. Yeah. And that's another thing is they don't want to, sorry. Not every baby mom, baby daddy, obviously, but there are in the situation that Teach was in. And there are that subset of people who don't want to see their ex or their baby mother or baby father grow. And they will do everything they can to torpedo. They know that if they bring enough drama to the relationship, even just by proximity, that the person has a Mm -hmm. high chance to be like, hey, this is too much. Because even, I know, I haven't even gotten to the part, the point where I'm like dating someone, like uh, where it's like a consistent, on a consistent basis. And my baby father has made it his business, and Teach can vouch for this, committed his business to make life harder just to make life harder. For like no particular reason. That's that bitterness, you know. That's that bitterness. You know, that and it, it it can it's it can just be one way. It doesn't mean like both people feel that way, but like people get bitter just from the fact that you are moving on, or the fact that even if you're not like necessarily moving on in the fact of like a new relationship, just because like you are happy because before even started dating, my baby father's brother tried to tell me I was bitter. Because I was, he literally was like, you're bitter because you're in, you're in another state living your life. And I'm like, you sound like a hater. I, were, I, you, were you raising the child? Yes. So then. I was living my life, raising the child in a different state where it was, I was in Florida. I was in Florida, living my life, working, ha- raising my child in the warm weather and apparently that made me bitter and but i'm like that's but that's what people think they they attack you just for being a parent so the question is is the bitter baby mom baby dad is that a fair or unfair stereotype i think it's unfair because people will no matter if you're the mother or the father people will deem you bitter just because you are not with the person you created that child with because Listen, and I don't want to I don't want to sit here and like there are fathers who are absent. There are absent mothers as well. It goes it's both sides. But people will say you're bitter just because you're not with the person before you even started actually acting bitter. If you ever get to that point, you know. Yeah. So there are bitter baby. But fairly, there are bitter baby moms and baby daddies. Yes, it's on both sides. It's not a fair it's not a fair assessment it's to say that all that all baby moms. It's not a fair assessment to say that all baby that all single parents are bitter or that they just want to get back with the parent, is other it, parent. Is it fair to say that single parents might feel resentment of being a single parent? Not all, obviously, but in, all right, in your case, do you think that there is resentment? I think I, I don't want to say that there is resentment because I don't resent my baby father. Does it get annoying sometimes when I'm like, there are moments when I'm like, man, I wish I was a baby father because I wouldn't have to do shit. But that pertains to 
my baby father because there's some baby fathers who or single fathers who actually do what they need to do are there moments where i get frustrated and i wish i was in a different position yes but i i'm not resentful because in my case um my baby father broke up with me when i was four months pregnant so i made the choice to continue with my pregnancy and to continue to be a parent when I could have chosen to have an abortion and um, not be a parent. So that's the difference for me. Uh, uh, Just in case you're listening, abortion was never an option for her. It was not something she considered. She's just saying that there are. No, I mean, when. Okay. There are different uh, ways. Just different avenues you can go to. She could have went, but it was never really considered. I mean, I. Okay, um, we can't talk. So one thing I also was going to say was, um, so single parents, are they ranked by how they became single? So, you know, there are divorcees, there are just baby moms and baby dads. Are they the same thing? I think ultimately they they are the same, but how they got there is differently. So there's different, the different relationships uh, mean you have to interact with them differently because a, a divorced parent or a separated parent is it different than um, a parent who they maybe they were just dating? Because um, there's just different legalities that have to go through that. So, but but you're still a single parent. You're still a single parent, but um, yeah, you're still a single. Yes, you're still a single parent, but the legalities and and the comfortability that another person going into that, it, it's different because. Um, if you're dating someone who's divorced, the legality of what the other parent is entitled to is different, most likely, than if, if it is if you weren't not married. So um, when we think about it, is there a ranking? Do are, are In the dating scene, are single or non-married baby mothers or baby fathers considered more valuable, more wanted than the people who had kids and were married and then got divorced i don't know if there's a level of like value but i do think that dating someone who was previously married there's different complications because just just because of the legal issues and going through like if you're dating someone who is separated but not divorced there are a lot of different legal issues you may have to go through especially once you meet children and you become a part of those children's lives versus someone who uh wasn't married and maybe does they like they haven't gone through like a custody battle yet and so there's it's it's the the ranking would be based on the level of level of legal issues that the person has to go through and how easy it is to navigate those things and not on their status of married or divorced or single so then here's a here's a doozy of a question do i do not speak for everybody just by the way we've established that already but do single parents get treated differently based on their race and i i'm gonna say why i'm definitely gonna say yes Uh, i was gonna also bring up uh, a couple i don't remember how long ago but the kardashians uh, a lot of people would say they consist of baby mamas. They're all baby mamas except for Kim. Because she's married. And Kendall. Kim because Kendall doesn't have kids. Kendall doesn't have kids, and Kim was married. Gotcha. Well, they're not divorced yet, so she's still married, I think. 
but or they're separated but yeah, even yeah, still yeah. but when she had when she was pregnant with north she was married to um another man Ooh. are we sure yes yes she was because when she was when was she, she was pregnant with him? north she was with allegedly. chris humphreys allegedly it's not allegedly. It's I'm just all say okay. It, it's she was still with Chris Humphreys when she got pregnant with North, and he was going. If if she if Kim Kardashian didn't give him X amount of money, he was going to fight for guardianship of North. So she gave him that money so that she can get divorced and marry Kanye because she was still married to Chris Humphreys. Yeah. So uh, one of the things that that I, I, I that stands and out obviously is Kanye how did not care. So it it honestly depends on the person who you're dating and who you're with. You know, one of the things that stands out is how uh, Black China is treated. Uh, Black China is she does have a Kardashian baby. She has Rob Kardashian's baby, and the way the language and the way that people speak, even sometimes you know within those circles about uh, Black China, is very differently than how they might speak about the other ones. There's seems to be like this this coded language when we talk about black china and her being a baby mother it's, it's as more than to coded talked about because um courtney had multiple kids outside of her relationship with scott they might all be with scott but they weren't all in a relation they weren't in a relationship when she had all of those kids because she said she didn't want have she didn't want to have kids with a different father so i think the last two Right, I think Rain and Penelope, they were not dating. She just had those kids because she wanted to have kids, more kids, but in but the same father who was Scott. You know? Even when she had Mason, they had this nigga Scott on the fucking TV punching motherfucking mirrors and shit because he was a out he was and he was, I don't know if he considers himself, considers himself an alpha alcoholic, but he was going through a really bad phase where he was depending on alcohol. So he wasn't in a hospital. It was Chloe in a hospital shooting in a gym. Then you have Chloe, who Tristan came to the hospital, but he had been cheating on her like two weeks before and sent her into early and sent her into preterm labor, which is a whole other fucking problem in itself. Allegedly. It was in the show, but allegedly, but you know, they had all these ancient niggas harming potentially harming that their children. And they're all BMs except for Kim, for the for, for the for the last three because Kim was the BM for the first one because she was not married. She has a child. Who was the first child? Oh, North. Said it. Yeah, I'm sorry. I, I heard you. I just wanted to. I just forgot because there was just so Kanye, many kids though. and so many BMs in that whole family. Yeah. So even the language of how they speak about Black China or how they have been speaking about Black China is very differently than they because they because wouldn't even all the same. Yes, they and, wouldn't even let Black China. Be, actually become the in the family because they trademarked Angela Kardashian, which is Black China's legal name. Um, they trademarked it before she even got married. They blackmarked, they, I mean, not blackmarked, they, um, fuck, what is it called? They trademarked Angela Kardashian and like Black China Kardashian. They trademarked all of that so that they could keep it before she got married to Rob. Uh, you know, they, so, so we're they going with the allegedly. Yes, it yes. might be fact. Don't get me wrong, but allegedly. But they did all of that before she got married, before she had Dream, which is their child together. They did all of that so that she could not monetize. So they, it was, it's, it's almost threatening. Like you might be a part of us, but you'll never be a part of us. You know. Yeah. Um. So you know the whole single parent thing is really complicated and it is harder you know for single parents out here in the dating scene um 
you know, while we don't see kids as the baggage, a lot of people see the relationship of a single person having a child um, that they're either caring for. So then the question becomes, does the relationships when you are a single parent or, you know, you're in an unhappy relationship, does it revolve around the kids or the kids revolve around the relationship? And I have to say, like, for me, um, if I was dating someone, I would want to make sure that my kid felt safe around them. And if my kid did not feel safe around that person, I would stop dating that person. Yeah, but immediately. At, um, yes. But at the same time, I'm like, if my kid was like, I feel safe around them, I just don't like them, I would probably keep dating that person because you don't like them is different from you feeling unsafe and a lot of times like you see children will say that they don't like the um the new person because they want you to be with their biological parent so i would i would but at the same time i i would I would constantly ask, like, is it because you, you feel unsafe or are they annoying? And if she, if my daughter said, oh, no, they're just annoying, I'd be like, all right, well, you're going to get over it. If yeah. she felt unsafe, then I would be like, cut it. Yeah, Ladies and gentlemen, I just want to make a quick announcement. If you are in a relationship with somebody and you feel like you can't leave them with your kids because it, you don't trust them enough, that might not be the relationship you want to be. That goes for, for, for males and females, they, them, other any person that you feel like you can't leave. Another thing is... And that's my biggest thing with um, Alan versus Pharaoh. Another thing is, if you are in a relationship and the uh, you, you feel like your child needs to go and change or put on more clothes because the your partner is around and they can't wear something that might be comfortable granted it's obviously appropriate and you feel like they're wearing or showing too much in their own home where they should be comfortable that says something about your trust level for that person as and well. i know that like on the internet there's like all these different things saying that your child has to cover up because someone that you don't necessarily know or someone that they're new to meeting is in the house is one thing because it's like it's more similar to like taking your hat off in a building like you don't really know this person so you're going to cover up because they're a new person and you don't know them that different from like a family member or someone who you know coming in and you're like, mm, they're weird, cover up. Those are two different things because someone who you know is possibly a pedophile versus someone who you do, don't know and you don't know who they are and covering up are two different things and are at the different ends of the spectrum. Yeah. So that's something to really consider. Um, you know, we, we covered a lot in this episode so yeah. far. You know, we talked about uh, uh, the, the, th- the thrill of the chase and what that might entail, 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 <laughs> entail for both men the and for women. podcast will keep you humble. <laughs> for real, for real. We talked about um, familiar relationships. Um, we talked about your past and how you carry your past into your future in relationships. Dating, and dating parents, baby yes. mom, baby dads. Dating parents, um... You know, we are on two different sides of the spectrum. I have dated single parents, and we've talked about that. And, and I am a single parent who has 
not necessarily found success in yet. dating yet. Yet, yet. People they message me and they want to date me. I think more of the hesitation is on my part. Yeah, I mean, when you're ready, I think it, it just takes a time when you're ready and you feel and you find the person that you feel. I mean, I mean, I've seen, eh. I've, I'm, I'm on the same date nap as you. I, I know how weird dudes are presenting themselves. So listen, they, dudes, we told, we told y'all how fucking weird they are. We yeah. told y'all because if I put that I got a kid on my profile, why the fuck would I lie about oh, that? The they read why you, why you asking me? Men or women, they just. Look, they're like, oh, this person's pretty. They're cute. They're attractive. Let me That's like, there was a and woman who, who matched me, and I'm like, you said no kids. Fuck did you match me for? I, I don't get it. Make it make sense. Actually, look at my profile. You're wasting time. Okay? Thank you. Yeah, I, th- I think that's the biggest thing is people just don't. They just say, oh, you're cute and yeah, match they, you. They see the pictures, and they do that. I think there was somebody, or there was a study. I can't remember, so don't quote me on this, but men look at, women read the profiles, men just look at the pictures. That's why I got like one picture of me in makeup and it's my alter ego. The other pictures are me barefaced with freckles. If you like me looking like that, then I guess you like me. Uh, Nordy's a cutie. Don't let her fool you. And I be trying to tell y'all this this nigga to teach got got arms. I mean, and I, everything. I do have arms. They're attached to my <laughs> I mean, shoulders. I mean, he got he <laughs> he looks strong with a K. Yes, I, I do strong. look strong. And then and he be trying to play to himself and, and I can't his profile does not do him justice but that's the point read my profile no but the pictures make you seem like you're a different person than you actually are i'm gonna make this this thing here there will be a time not now where naughty is going to take over my profile and she's going to spruce it up and if i do see a jump in it i'm not gonna doubt what she says anymore but if there's a decline you're gonna be like bitch if there's a decline it's just that's it's, it's a, but i just i, I honestly think he got to change like people two are of getting his pictures. out here i don't know they're just <laughs> very gym like and it's just not wait my is. pictures they're outdoorsy but i said gym like ah that's what you meant yeah <laughs> i'm trying to i'm gym trying like to i'm different. trying to keep his his profile oh. incognito hold on when you say gym like i'm thinking like in front of the mirror you know how you know the gym selfie yes okay okay so if he if you don't mind it Okay, yeah. so, okay, so hit not Jim like his profile makes it seem like he's fucking outdoorsy. Yo, and this okay, but you seem your profile makes it seem like you go on a hike every weekend, like in like up t- upstate. One picture, maybe two. No, no, you got like four pictures like that, dude. I'm gonna double check my profile. How, when the last time y'all checked? You got like profile? three, That's four. I, I check my profile all the time, uh, and I've been looking. She might at, be right. I'm gonna double check like it. Like three, four. You see, I just be, I be trying to. Three, it's at least three, four pictures where it's like him outdoors. It's like these bitches do not want to go hiking with you. That's one thing I can yeah, tell you. The women who do want to go hiking with me, I don't. Really they're probably not. They're probably fucking with somebody and hiking with somebody right now. Okay, because <laughs> I know I've else. I've been hiking up in them hills and not the same mountains as the teach, but similar mountains. And let me tell you, um, the the men I've seen, they got women with them or they have other men with them you know they're coupled yeah because that's something cute that you can do to keep it exciting and you're like but i i want to be exciting and single hey oh yeah you see me we know about that all right so that is concluding our digging deep for dating we want to transition and we want to do naughty and the teach recommends 
Okay. So, uh, before we start, uh, Nordy is definitely going to expand on her recommendation from last week. So, I know y'all listened to the last week's episode, right? Because y'all love us so much. And it was Legend of Korra. Um, in Legend of Korra, in the, in the original... In the original show, Asami and Korra kiss before going into the spirit world. They took that out in the Netflix version. I am standing firm on my point that th- that they were not in a relationship and it's not true um, representation because a kiss does not make you gay. It means that you kiss somebody of the same sex in, in that uh, particular relationship um, because nothing else that they did... Uh, even um what is it infers that they are lesbian because they they both dated a boy in the show or dated a man in the show and they all they did was kiss and go into the basically into the darkness or into the spirit world you know you don't have to start off as a lesbian to be a lesbian right i understand that but a kiss doesn't make you a lesbian but it, you said last week that it's been confirmed that they're together. That's because Nickelodeon said that, not because of anything that was shown in the show. So that kiss was the the start of their relationship, then, no? But you don't know that. It's not. Sh- but, but my thing. But they confirmed no, no, no. it. But no, no. But my that? my. But what I'm saying is that it's a tease. It's a tease to representation. And if you want real representation, then they should have had a relationship. All they did was kiss. Before going into the spirit world, and then there was confirmed that they're together in a relationship. It wasn't no, it wasn't that they, no, no, no. They didn't say right? that they were in a relationship. They said that Cor- they didn't say Asame and Cora were lesbian. They said Cora was a lesbian, or that Cora was gay. They didn't. They didn't say both of them. So that's not representation. Be- one person being a lesbian isn't both of them being a lesbian. If we're talking about representation. My whole point was just that she is a strong, powerful LGBTQIANTP character. And, uh, and that's where the representation I'm talking about. So as long as they confirm that she's uh, gay, and, then and, that's the representation. And my I'm thing is to. that it's just a tease and it's not real representation. I think Luca is a better representation of the LGBTQ community, even though there it's not confirmed either way, and that the people in the LGBTQ community uh, or the alphabet community, as they call it, have complaints about Luca. Just like they have Legend of Korra. That relationship is more representation. It has more representa- representation because of the intimacy that those two boys have, Luca and Roberto. But you said that it wasn't confirmed that they're in a relationship, right? Or that either of them are part of the community, right? The, Dis- but Disney doesn't confirm stuff. Disney. Okay. But Nickelodeon did confirm that Korra is part of the community, correct? Just Korra, not That's Asame. That's the representation I was referring to. But not to Asame, so what is the representation? She's still part of the community, whether she's with this particular person or not. She is... But her relation to the community is because she's with Asame. So if you're only... Con- and it's, to so me let's it's say a they tease. break up. Is it to still, me, does that but still to me not it's make a her? tease. To me, it's a tease and it's not representation. And we're going to disagree on that But point. we can't... We can't say it's not representation if it's been confirmed that she is part of... It was of confirmed years after the show aired. At very today, today, this very day, is she part of the community? That's what Nickelodeon That's says. That's the representation. But only Cora. 
that, that's and they, fine. That's and there's nothing representative in the show besides one kiss. Is she? And part to of the me, that's a tease. Today. While to the teach, it may be rep- it might be representation. To me, it's not. And Going that's forward, that's for the kids who might get into. Uh, it's not on. It's they. The kids now won't see it because it's not on Netflix anymore. I get that. It's but not being going shown. Going forward, if they know that Cora is this character who's part of this community, that's the representation. But kids won't know unless they look it up on Nickelodeon because it's not shown anywhere that the show was actually shown because they edited it out. Is she part of the community? Okay, I'm going to tell you this. Nickelodeon says that, but when they uploaded it to the different streaming services, they took out the kiss. Was Nickelodeon's choice or was it whatever streaming services choice? That is not clear. Okay. Because you know, because that's not clear. Values for children. No, but that's not clear. But if she's supposed to be this quote unquote, out like lesbian or bi representation, now yeah. now nobody can see it. Yeah. So, mm. I think when there's an icon, it doesn't really always have to be known that they are, as long as it's something they can look forward to. But I definitely get it. So, thanks you for that. Uh, oh, up- you don't have your own. Oh no, I do. I was gonna. Did you have a new one that you wanted to do besides? Legend no, no, no. Oh, um, Colin in Black and White. I think that's a really good show. And not just for people who are black or white. I think there's, I know for me, there were things I can relate to being someone who was, um, I don't want to say, well, technically, I guess biracial. But I, there were things that I can relate to. Yeah. Um, my recommendation or the teacher's recommendation this week is uh, I just finished the book, Will. Um, I did the audiobook to hear him read it, the unabridged version. Um, it was great. It was phenomenal. It gives you a really good insight. I mean, Will Smith fan, if you haven't noticed, and it's been established. We're both Will Smith fans. But uh, really hearing him read this memoir, he touches on a lot of things, a lot of things we may not have known. He's, there's a level of honesty. There's a level of depth in there. And, you know, it's you know you, you get a sense of the people who have been important to him in his life. Uh, the journey through most of his film career, especially when he was on fire. There was a time where Will Smith was on fire, the number one box office attraction in the world. It And it went on for a couple of years, and he just couldn't miss. And, you know, it, it was really good to hear him, hear about his uh, rap career, hear about how he became the icon, because Will Smith is an icon, regardless of the how you first think rapper him. to ever win, win a, a Grammy, Grammy for yes. rapping. Him and Jazzy Jeff. Um, they didn't go because you know it was it, it wasn't they boycotted aired. It. Yeah, they boycotted it. Yes, because it wasn't aired on the actual Grammys. But yeah. I think he won multiple Grammys. I cannot. I think he won one for Men in Black. I can't remember. Yes. Um, but he didn't go to that one either. <laughs> so he wasn't there for it either. So um, because they never showed them on TV. Yeah. So uh, there has been uh, Will, if you haven't, if you can get your hands on the audio book, definitely do hear him read it. Um, if not, the cover, the hardcover book, the artwork on the front of it is, is really amazing. Really good, good choice. You can't go wrong. So uh, let's start wrapping it up. Um, as per usual, we really encourage you to go to our Instagram page. Please leave a comment. Um, I'm starting to post. I have two posts up, which Ooh. is double than what I had last week. So uh, like like those posts, comment, interact double with what us. what he had um, two days ago. You can um, find our Instagram handles um, on the whatever, wherever you found our podcast. Our Instagram handle will be in the title. Um, 
you um, mine's is at the teach at at the teach nyc all all spelled out one word uh naughty and the teach podcast is at naughty and a n d the teach and Uh, i am naughty flower n a u g h t y flower yes um please uh interact with us we love to hear from you we want to know how we're doing give us feedback give us some suggestions we're open to hear from you we really hope you respond sorry we really hope that you reach out to us and we are looking forward to responding and interacting let with me you see. all I, I'm, I know there's a picture of my body on the page but let me see if I ain't got no body pictures yet I not, not, not yet because y'all are not on the yeah, no. um, on the Instagram enough nobody came but I mean Oh, y'all could definitely see these curves on my page. I'm just saying. I mean, if y'all want to go and see some curves, get you know, a visual listen, representation of who you are. Garters and, and leather and all that kind of hot shit. Because that's what I'd be into, you know. Um, uh, you could be very on the page. <laughs> I have a picture of our podcast. Uh, and our, yeah, you have, you have two pictures. You have two pictures. A picture of the podcast. Oh, and I think a reel of the podcast. It's not even. It's not crazy. Yeah, yeah. Well, all right. Thank you. Um, check us out, and we will see you next episode. Peace. Later. <laughs>